0: And we're recording. All right. Welcome, everyone, to episode three of our wellness blog series with Kelsey and Amanda.
1: I cannot believe this is already three episodes. I feel like it was just, you know, we were just talking about, well, hey, we should do this. And here we are. It's awesome. So proud of us. Okay, so if you guys haven't had a chance to check out episodes one and two, make sure you go back and check those out because we introduce ourselves in episode one and give you a little bit of background about why we do what we do. And then episode 2 we'll connect to this one. Episode two is all about um, our brain being an organ and how mental health is health because of that reason, the mind-body connection, all that good stuff, stuff, (laughs) (laughs) as well as um, a little dip into the world of diagnosing mental health, but not too expensive. Okay, so today's episode, we're going to talk about the biology of all of this. So... Remember last episode, we were talking about our brain being an organ and therefore it's impacted by its environment and stressors just like any other organ is. So COVID-19, we're aware, is a major pandemic since basically March, we've all had our lives turned upside down. So that's really chronic stress and that can heighten our body's arousal state and feel like it needs to constantly protect itself even more. And Kelsey is going to give us a little bit of science and biology lesson about the brain and how that works. So, Kelsey.
0: Yeah, I love this stuff because I feel like our brain is where so many things start, you know, and it sends the signals to all these other parts of our brain. So I think that's why in previous episodes, we really emphasize like it's health, you know, because it's all so intertwined. So um, like Amanda was saying, you know, with this chronic stress of you know COVID-19 on us, it's you know, it's put us in an elevated state of functioning, like chronically, almost all day, every day. So especially after months of chronic stress, um, you know, we can get in that state and it signals us into survival mode. So in this mode, we see increased production of hormones like adrenaline and cortisol. So these are our body's main stress hormones. It So the cortisol is what, you know, triggers are the start of our um, fight or flight reaction, and then the adrenaline gives us that physical energy and that rush that tells us, like, hey, I need, I need to do something, and you almost kind of feel invincible, or you know, you have to. It's telling you and giving you that, you know, survival drive in that moment. So both of these hormones are secreted by our adrenal glands. This reaction is meant to be a normal situational body response, but when the trigger or stressor doesn't go away quickly you know, like a survival moment, this, you know, our bodies continue to stay in this stuff, like stay stuck in this state of almost constant arousal. And it, and those hormones can have like detrimental effects on our health over, you know, an extended amount of time.
1: Absolutely. And so that's why we always say mental health is health because our hormones, are physical part of our body that are secreted based on our mood or our surroundings. And I kind of think of it as like, you know, when you first see some cop lights flashing behind you, you grip the steering wheel and you get tense. Yes. And then when they pass you and you realize they're not after you, you're able to relax and that's what should happen. That's what you just explained. But I'm all about analogies and layman's terms um, to help people really understand. So It doesn't matter whether your body truly is under a chronic state of stress or whether it believes it is. Mm -hmm. So we um, unfortunately aren't given the best coping skills and tools and education in life um, about our bodies and how to manage mental health specifically with coping skills. So a lot of times, naturally, we will teach our bodies that it's okay to respond to these situations that way, which then develops into anxiety. And then people are like, oh, my gosh, I can't stop worrying. Or I feel like this is just a normal state for me because it's all they've ever known. But that's actually abnormal and it can be reversed. So I kind of like to think about it, like I said, the car um, or if. You know, if you're having an untrained dog, right, if you've ever adopted a dog from a rescue and they bark at everything, they will not stop barking at the lady walking down the street with her baby stroller or, you know, leaves blowing, whatever it is. That's basically your survival instinct, your fight, flight, freeze that has kind of been hyper aroused, triggered over and over and over again. And no one's interrupted and said, no, we're going to do something different. So that's kind of where we want to be. We don't want to keep bottling all those things up and then exploding later. We need to figure out what the smoke alarm, what's your body trying to tell you in the moment. Turn off the alarm Mm -hmm. because that would get really annoying to listen to a smoke alarm for all day, every
0: day, right? So
1: like, listen to your body, figure out what it needs. We're going to talk about a lot of coping skills like that, like listening to your body, real-life coping skills in our upcoming episodes. And
0: I think we'll cover, too, like some things like – you know our warning signs or things like what are we you know what do we need to be aware of you know like fatigue irritability that kind of stuff
1: absolutely yeah so next episode we were talking about triggers so mm-hmm. even aside from COVID-19 we all have daily stressors and triggers if we have trauma in our past we definitely get triggered by things so stay tuned we're so excited stay tuned for episode four next week yes all right, good night. No, yeah. Well, goodbye. Whatever, whatever time you're listening. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.